This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. The Strathcona Regional District is developing an integrated community sustainability plan for Area C. Meredith Starkey, the manager for Parks and Planning, explained. There was a grant received back in 2018 in order to create an integrated community sustainability plan for Quadra Island, the Discovery Island. That project wasn't concluded, so we do have some remaining grant budget, a lot of consultation and information from when that project started. So we're relaunching now with a different approach and trying to just piece together what we've heard and confirm and and collaborate with the community a little bit more to make sure that the final plan actually reflects the will of the community. Our website has new information, and so people can start to follow along if they like. The important part about this plan is that it influences all of those plans that come below it. It takes that wide geographic area to look together to say, yes, we all agree that, trying to think of some of the examples that came out from the previous engagement, but it would be things like, we know that in these outer islands, for instance, people are autonomous and are self-reliant. So how does that factor in when we're talking about our zoning bylaw? which currently the outer islands have a local area plan, but they don't have an official community plan and they don't have zoning bylaws. So part of what an ICSP would do is would identify across that region of that, say, concentrated land use in village cores is what we want to see across this area. And so that idea as a broad vision level then gets translated down into updates to official community plans. Or in the case of the Outer Islands, perhaps it is the creation of an official community plan for the Outer Islands, if that's desired by the community. And then taking that one step further then into enforceable zoning bylaws to say, which are not necessarily desirable in every community. For instance, building permits are not required on Quadra Island currently, but they are in other areas of the SRD. But those are community level decisions to say, How far down do we want to take these ideas and codify them into legally binding and enforceable regulation? But that's, again, a community question. We've initiated this with a sort of a targeted focus group, calling it a task force. We've been soliciting interest from residents in the Outer Islands and on Quadra to serve as a working group in order to provide the content and confirm the materials. There will be broad public opportunities as well. It's just allows us to expand the working group for the project. Can you tell me a little bit more about the team? I understand there's going to be 16 members. How many of them are from the community and what parts of the community? That number of 16 refers to the task force. And it's not a firm 16. It's the number of people we're hoping to serve on the task force. And that would be distributed across with about half from Quadra and then half from the Outer Islands is our intent. Within that, too, of course, trying to find representation across demographic groups. We want to have voices represent the business community, industry, parents, and seniors, all the different voices that are in the community we want to have at the table. Uh, From the staff side, the project team is myself and Annika Nelson, who is the Senior Manager of Community Services, as well as Shannon Gordon, our consultant with the Whistler Center for Sustainability. Shannon was directly involved in the ICSP development for the areas of Fallis, New Chatlet, and Cayuga Chekelset. So has some familiarity with our district. What does WCS engagement bring to the table? 
So that's what I was mentioning before. So WCS engagement is that's the Whistler Center for, for Sustainability, newly named as WCS. And so what they bring is that experience in developing ICSP plans in lots of lots of places, including some that are similar to the remoteness that we're working with here. And ultimately, this is a plan that we have struggled to find kind of common ground, which is not in common. We're all much more familiar with our local needs versus the needs of a wider community. And so we wanted to bring someone in who is really skilled at navigating both trying to capture the local need and also trying to facilitate that process to find common ground. Because that's really what our project team is and what Whistler is bringing to the table. They're not going to write the plan. That's for the community to do. Our role and the role of WCS is one of facilitation. So how can we ensure that all of the relevant voices are at the table. How can we ensure that what comes out at the end actually reflects people's intent and their desires? How can we make sure that it is cohesive and integrated as it's supposed to be to serve this purpose of being a wider sustainability lens for the full region and not just individual locations? So it has to do a lot of things and a lot of those things are sometimes contradictory. Assuming that we end up with 16, of the eight from Quadra, would it be safe to assume that at least one, possibly two, would be from Quadra ICANN? It's entirely possible. We have solicited membership from across the community, certainly like broadly, and that is open to anyone of the public to express an interest. We have also directly solicited interest from community groups that we know are involved. The ICANN is on that list. I'm trying to remember who has already expressed an interest. And I believe we do have ICAD membership on, but I don't, can't say that without looking back at my list. <laughs> what I will say is that the membership of the task force, it's still in development now, but it will be published as part of this project. And so we intend to be fully transparent about who is on that board. One of the big issues that came up in some previous interviews I did with Quadra ICAN is they don't know if the island's aquifer can support further development. In fact, they were saying that the water table seems to be shrinking. So my question would be, is the island's aquifer being looked into? I can't speak to their study exactly. And I will say it's not as part of the ICSP process. And the only reason for that is because that work is happening separate from it. This is a high-level long-term visioning document for the area. It in itself is not a regulatory document. It is the overarching vision for the area. And what would happen then is that there are implications for the regulatory other plans and processes that could be adopted. So for instance, official community plans where you get into where a new development is designated to be prioritized and then going down from that into the zoning bylaws, which of course are the enforceable regulatory documents that we have for land use. That's where you would get into water table viability. And when the river hits the road, we talk about a building actually being constructed or put in. They must show that there is adequate water and sewer and facilities for that. At the integrated community sustainability plan level, it's higher level than that. So this plan is looking beyond land use. It's looking beyond even the functions of what the SRD delivers directly to try to piece all those things together from the value level. So you mentioned uh, like housing is a big issue. The SRD doesn't actually have a housing service, but we are interested in land use. And so we want to know what the values are for housing provision at the high level. 
same with healthcare services and environmental protections for marine and that balance between tourism and industry and resource extraction. Even though those things are, ne are not necessarily within the SRD jurisdiction, the ICSP is an opportunity to look at all of those issues and create that vision that would cross multiple governments, multiple jurisdictions, multiple communities. And so that's why that ICANN study and some of those water table studies aren't part of this particular process, but they are happening and they are, all these things work together. They're all interrelated. Do you have any idea how long this process will take? It must be completed by the end of this year. It's a very tight timeline for us. We're hoping to meet at least probably three or four times with task force over the next coming months. And there will be, again, an opportunity for the community more broadly to take a look at we're calling it a plan on a page, but the idea is that there would be something that we could share easily with a wide range of people to get some comments back. That will probably be, I want to say November, early December. I will just say there's so many projects that are on the go. And so I would encourage anyone who's interested to check in with the SRD's website and social media platforms from time to time. Just from work that I'm working on is we're still working on active transportation projects and the SRD is looking at housing and of course it's an election year so there's lots of interest and lots of so just staying in the know staying on top of what the SRD is doing we always welcome insight and community engagement this is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents goodbye <laughs>